This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Thank you, Sid. I'm Donna Chavis, and today on Messianic Vision, our guest is Dr. Bill Hammond. Bill has been functioning as a prophet for over six decades. Now, I don't understand how that works, Bill, because I know you're only 49. So anyway, (laughs) that's what my notes say. Uh, Dr. Bill has been recognized worldwide as a pioneer and father in the restoration of prophets and the activation of believers into their prophetic ministry. Dr. Bill, thank you so much for being with us today. Amen. Good to be here. Good to be with you, Donna. We appreciate your time and for you sharing with our listeners. Um, Dr. Bill Hammond's book is called The 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues, and I know you're going to get a huge blessing from today's program. Also, some great teaching and the best gift you've ever been given. So let's get started. Uh, Dr. Bill, I want to start with your 16th birthday. Tell us about that day. Uh, my 16th birthday, I'd been attending a Bushover meeting in Oklahoma, uh, way about five miles out in the country. This lady came down from Oklahoma City and preached for three weeks, and another brother came in and preached for two more weeks. But in the third week, I started uh, asked my mom if we had a Bible. My religious background is American heathen, because I was <laughs> never inside of a church before I got saved at this Bushover meeting. But um, on my 16th birthday, my girlfriend gave me a gift. And um, I'd never had a Bible in my hand except an old Gideon Bible that Mom found that I could read some. And um, when I got home that night, I'd, I'd been praying in the corn crib. I'd go and get the uh, corn for my horse and feed him on Saturday, Monday, Bible. And um, then I started last the last two weeks. I'd started praying. And uh, then when, but when I went in the house, I took the gift in. I tied behind my saddle and opened it up, and it was a beautiful, brand new. Bible with a zipper, red zipper, you know, around it. And it was kind of like Oral Roberts says, talks about a point of contact. Yes. Somehow or another, God used that point of contact, holding that new Bible in my hand. And all of a sudden, I just felt like somebody was washing me clean. I felt pure and, and right and everything good. And, and I started uh, laughing and rejoicing and crying. And my mom and dad lived, were sleeping just next door. And um, my dad woke up and he he could cuss a blue streak, and he said, Brr, Bill, if you don't get to sleep, I'm going to <laughs> So I, I snuck outside and went out to the smokehouse. Now, for the young people, that's not where you go to smoke. That's where we kill the hogs and hung up the hams and smoke. Right, right. Um, but um, then I went to church the next night, and my girlfriend said, I told her what happened. She said, you got saved. I said, what did I get saved from? She said, you're sin. And she said, you've been born again. I said, I'm born again? Wow. And anyhow, uh, that night they gave the regular order call, and I went, and my girlfriend and three of her friends went down. And as I was praying down at that old brush, uh, bridge board across those blocks of wood, I was kneeled down on the sawdust over the grass, and uh, I saw a vision of Jesus hanging on the cross. And he looked at me and said, I died for you. Will you live for me? And I'm excited. And this little old brother came over and started praying for me, and laid his hands on me and said, turn loose. That's it, just turn it loose. I didn't know what is turning loose, so I turned loose the altar. Then he said, hold on. So I grabbed back hold of the altar. And what in the world is he doing? What, I'm feeling good, doing good. And suddenly he said, just talk it out. When he said, talk it out, I started listening to myself, and I was not speaking Oki lingo. I wasn't speaking Oklahoma language. I was speaking another language for the next 45 minutes. I spoke in tongues um, and have been speaking in tongues ever since. But that was on July the 29th. 1950, middle of the last century of the last millennial. <laughs> well, that's quite an experience. I, I know when a lot of people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with speaking in tongues, uh, it, is that unusual for for it to continue for 45 minutes? I mean, I had never heard of that before. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of people. When I, In the 50s and 60s, my main ministry was getting people filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm, I probably have prayed for at least as many people as I prophesied over, which is 50,000, uh, that have received the gift of the Holy Spirit and 
And some, I've seen some people pray for hours. My father-in-law, when he received it, couldn't even speak in, in, in any language but tongues for three days. And uh, couldn't he, and when he tried to talk about something, he started talking, started talking in tongues. So there's a lot of experiences in it. You know, I, in my, this book, I talk about the 15 biblical proof reasons. That, that's biblical proof that it was real. God did it on the day of Pentecost, and it's to continue for the whole age of the church. Then I give 30 personal benefits and blessings, reasons, and then 25 powerful spiritual ministry reasons. So I find 90% of Christians around the world, wherever I've gone, and I've gone to 70 nations, uh, just uh, don't know the purpose of it, the value of it. So that's one. After I got the revelation that we're at 2008, we entered the Third Reformation. God says, now give them the book that will help them fulfill it, like he did on the beginning of the church. We started in speaking in tongues. It'll be finished by speaking in tongues. Well, it sounds to me like he wanted to make sure that he got you good. And it sounds like that's exactly what happened because a few years later, uh, you told us of a divine experience that you had. You were attending Bible school. You were out preaching one night. You'd finished your message, and you went home to pray. Tell us what happened. Yeah. Well, you know, when I was in Bible college in uh, 1953, Old Robertson fasted 40 days and nights and William Branham and several others. So I just thought if I could fast 40 days and 40 nights, I could, you know, I could be God's man of the hour with all the power. <laughs> I was 18 at the time. And um, so I was praying in tongues an hour or two a day uh, in the afternoon, seeking God and fasting and praying. I tell people, I started a 40-day fast every month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I think the longest I ever went was 10 days. But next month, I started that 40-day fast. But we went down to, from Portland to Salem, Oregon, and preached Eugene Oregon and preached that night. And at the end of the preaching, we all went to the altar, and the Lord said, Now get comfortable. I've I got an experience for you. And so I, I, sat down, I sat down and got cross legged like a chief Indian chief, got real comfortable. And over the next four hours, it happened that I would start, I started, I'd pray in tongues. And uh, when I would pray, it'd go more like a French or a Spanish. It would go, Rica Chama, Oroco Vora. It would be a pleading and asking, uh, you know, loving, relating. Yes, right. Um, and that would go about five minutes that way, then it just stopped. And then it starts speaking in a more African or German, Russian type language. And it would go in this instructing, commanding, directing language. And that went on for four solid hours, back and forth, back and forth. And a few weeks, a few, about a month, two later, about three months later, I guess it was, the church Bible college split right down the middle, and five teachers left, and I didn't know, we young people didn't know what to do. And I was praying, saying, God, what do I do, what do I do? And to put it in modern terminology, I didn't have that terminology then, but modern terminology said, I remember that four hours that we communicated back and forth, he said, um, I pre-programmed your spirit, and I downloaded from my mind to your mind, from your, my heart to your heart. Nowadays, we say, my big computer downloaded your little computer, and you're pre-programmed and set. You cannot make the wrong decision, and you'll take the right action. And I'll, I'll providentially make it work according to my will and way. So I said, okay, God, you're going to do it. And about a week later, uh, the president of the college said, take my gang and get out of there. <laughs> we was, went and inquired of the five, and they said we weren't allowed to do that. But, you know, I was a little more of a rebel in those days. And so, you know, and that, and God said he had pre-programmed it and set it in. And that was just uh, an experience that set me in style for because I had to make several decisions over the next right. year or so, right. pastoring to everything, you know. So that, well, that was a one-time experience. I haven't had, I've had two and three-hour experiences, but not four hours like that. Well, that sounds like a, a, a very uh, wonderful experience there. I know I would like to be able to to be able to make the right decisions all the time, and I'm sure those that are listening would be too. So I want to, to definitely encourage everyone to get this teaching today. But over the next couple of decades, Bill, the experience that you had there, I know that God used you over and over and over again to help you make right decisions, to give you insight, to give you wisdom in so many things. But 
in in 1973, something happened uh, that was what you call a divine visitation. Uh, will you tell us about that? Well, this night I'm I'm traveling and itinerating, starting to see our extension colleges, mm-hmm. and I stop in Sacramento, California, and they don't know I'm coming. And the young man that I taught four years in Bible college was holding revival there, and he says, "Oh, brother Bill, I'm so glad you're here tonight." I told the people here. Two weeks ago, that God wanted to speak to them, but I don't prophesy. You're the only one I know that prophesies. He said, would you ask God to prophesy to a few people tonight so it makes me feel a little, look a little better? <laughs> so we went to church that night, and after he ministered a while, he turned me loose about um, 9 o'clock. I started calling people out and prophesying to them, and did about 15 or 20. Well, that was the most I'd ever seen. You know, you can get limitations in, in your mind and think this is the Holy Ghost. So I didn't want to out, do out, you know, go out beyond the Holy Ghost number or amount. So I told the people to line up. There's about 85 people there. I said, line up around the wall of the church, and we, we formed a blessing line, and the preachers got to get one side and the other side, and I was up front. And the first one that came through, I laid hands on them, and uh, when I did, it was just like a volcano began to bubble up inside of me and I got flashes of revelation of what they were going through, what God wanted to say to them, some of their call and destiny and ministry, and about 10 or 15 thoughts just flashed in my mind like that, and then that bubbled and I said, well, I've had my quarter, so I pushed that one through, next one came through, it got stronger and more, and I pushed that one through and the third one, I thought my volcano was going to erupt, and uh, all these revelations, all was fun so the third one, I said, God I'm not trying to believe for this I think I've already done my number uh, quota for a night. <laughs> what do you want me to do? And he spoke to me in my okay lingo, and he said, it's okay, boy, just let her rip. And so I just started, uh, I said, okay, everyone, you give me a word for it. When I lay hands on them, I'll, I'll speak it. So I laid hands on the next one, and at 2.30 in the morning, I finished with the 85th person. And the three that was in front got in the back line and got their prophetic word. Oh, my goodness. And that was a divine visitation. Well, I thought that was a just a divine visitation once in a lifetime, like the four hours. But the uh, next three weeks, I was in Susquehanna Valley in, in Pennsylvania, and they um, asked me to come speak to this charismatic group that got together, about 150 people. And I, I talked for an hour on the body of Christ, the church, and, mm-hmm. and then started praying for people. And everybody I put laid hands on, I got a prophetic flow. And at 3 o'clock in the morning, I finished with the 150th person and personal prophesied to every one of them. Wow. And, um, so after that, from there on, everywhere I went, uh, year after year, I'd go into churches and I'd usually prophesy at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, sometimes up to 4. And I found people would stay to them. Sunday came up, I think, to get a prophecy word in those days because it was uncommon. I don't know. Wasn't anybody doing that. Yes, and, uh, yes. So I got, uh, uh, you know, prophesying continually until the mid-80s, and God said, uh, uh, 84, a prophet prophesied to me and said, Brother Bill, there's going to be a move of God at your at your ministry uh, in the next five years, and God's going to give you anointing to be a reproducer of reproducers who reproduce reproducers. Well, that was 84, and four years later, we had the prophetic birth, movement birth in 1988, and since that time, we've reproduced, reproduced, and now we've reproduced over two, uh, over 300,000 people around the world that we know of. And as everywhere I go, I find people that's been reproduced, that reproduce the third and fourth, fifth generations down the road that are doing it all over the world in every continent. And so that was, that's what made us different in the Christian National Prophetic Camp than some of the others. It's mm-hmm. because we, God mm-hmm. gave us that reproduced anointing. And we're right. the only one teaching and training and equipping people to hear the voice of God and minister prophetically to other people. And uh, we've done that now for uh, since um, well, '83. We started having seminars and, and conferences, and, and we've been doing it now for 30 years. Right. Right. Well, I have to say, I don't know about all of those listening, but I have to say that I wasn't as familiar with your ministry before I started studying this teaching that that um, that we are offering today. And I've just been amazed at how God has used you. Um, tell me the purpose of writing this book, just briefly. What? Why did you write the book? Well, Lord said, now my church is not using the gift I gave them. 
and they're, they've forgotten it and not using it. And I realize I haven't preached a message. I used to preach ever, but everywhere I went on, a, on, a, on the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in time, Holy Spirit's gift. And um, uh, so I, and he said, now write the book that will help them fulfill the final re restoration, move, um, uh, final uh, reformation movement. So I wrote the book on seven reasons for speaking in tongues. And, you know, um, Donna, everywhere I go, uh, we, have, we conduct prophetic apostolic conferences. Mm -hmm. And I have found that every time uh, I check, uh, I say, I told the pastor that I was just in Africa over an Ivory Coast, had about uh, 1,500 people there. And I said, now Saturday, I, I want to teach on the seven reasons speaking in tongues. And I said, even though this is a prophetic apostolic conference, and they've come from, from uh, about 800 ministers here, you're going to find about 10 to 20 percent do not speak in tongues yet. You know, I think they'll all be speaking in tongues, but I gave an order call and 150 came mm. forward. Yes. And so I found around the country, Pentecostal churches are not really teaching it. They came into existence because of speaking in tongues, and they're not teaching it much. And there's no one really teaching it anymore. And yet it was right. power God gave to launch the church and get the church moving forward. Right. It's power, and, and it's a gift. You know, I, I, you use an analogy that I think everyone can understand. You said it's like if, if somebody gave you a million-dollar gift and people only used 5 or $10 of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They get, I find 90% of the people use less than 10% of the purposes and benefits that Jesus originally had the Holy Spirit give that gift to the individuals, the purpose and benefits of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, let's cover a couple more things before we go to break here. Um, I was just amazed. I know you say that you're not a seer, but you did have a, an extremely supernatural experience one time where Jesus actually introduced you to one of his generals. Tell us about that quickly before we go yeah, to break. Um, uh, yes, I was with uh, my head shop that done when, and I prayed for him. He prayed for me. We both went out under the power of God. And um, God gave me a four-point vision. I've only had major visions maybe no more than 10 times in my 63 years. Uh, but, you know, and um, so in this one part of the vision, Jesus led me up this beautiful uh, path, and there's a very majestic-looking person up there and came up, and I stood, we stood together there, and Jesus uh, looked at me, looked at General Michael, and said, this is General Michael. He's uh, my head general over my heavenly army of angels. And he said, General Michael, this is Bill Hammond. He is my one of my generals over my saint army on earth. And then Jesus left us alone. And for quite some time, I seemed like I was just off now looking down, watching us. And, and we were trying to win the war against powers of darkness armies of wicked spirits. You're sitting there with Michael in heaven. You guys are strategizing about warfare and intercession and things like that. Um, and you actually used this this strategy and put it into place um, when uh, Desert Shield was going on. Tell me about that. Uh, yes. Um, uh, the, the, the Desert Shield, we, we, we have a conference every year. We're having our 32nd this year. International gathering of apostles and prophets, and um, we have that conference. And at the end of preaching that night, I felt real strong that God wanted us to save a hundred—I mean, uh, six, fifty thousand soldiers that were getting ready to invade the area. And and so I told him we're going to shout. I said, when we shout, there's no distance or time in God. He'll go over there and blow the enemy's plans out. Yes. What he needs to do to enlighten the military. And so we shouted for about 30 minutes continuously. And as we did, uh, we a few days later, we heard a report that they were going into one place and found out later it was booby-trapped and so many things that probably uh, tens of thousands of them would have been killed. But at the last moment, they changed the plans one another way. And, and I, God spoke to us after 30 minutes and said, you've got the victory, you've saved them. Angels are on assignment, things are the situation. Mm -hmm. So I wonder why God told me to pray for 50000 out of the 60000 Right. I said, but about three weeks later, I was up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, a church there, there, and I was telling them the experience, and the pastor got really excited and said, when was that? What night was that? When was that? So I gave him the time and the place. At the same time, God told us to go to war to save 10000 And so it was a church of 200, went to war and saved 10000 and a conference of 1,000 went to war and fought and saved 
the 50,000. And it's real. Well, I mean, the, the yes. does not realize the power and the authority that the saints have. We're, we are God's executioners of their purposes, and we're God's warriors. We're God's warfare. We're God's power manifest. He said, Behold, I give you power and authority over all the power of the enemy. And so, well, I tell you, we're coming into days we better know our authority and execute it because we're in a time of war in the spirit. Yes, and we better use this gift that you're talking about today. Well, you're listening to Messianic Vision with our guest today, Dr. Bill Hammond. Sid and I want to encourage you to get this powerful resource, Dr. Bill Hammond's book, 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues. And I have to tell you, when I started learning the benefits of speaking in tongues through Bill's teaching in this book, it was eye-opening for me. Just listen to some of the benefits to praying in your spirit language. It activates the spirit of wisdom and revelation enlightens and empowers you to fulfill your calling, wow, accomplishes more in minutes than hours when you're praying with your understanding. That is exciting. And Bill has also prepared two teachings on CD just for you. These are exclusive to our Messianic Vision and its supernatural audience. You won't find them anywhere else, so be sure to get those. Uh, these CDs, we've listened to them, and they're like Bill actually coming into your, your living room or your car and teaching and equipping you to use the best gift that the Holy Spirit has to offer. Well, it's true. Everyone loves gifts. And when we come back, Dr. Bill Hammond shares with us the three greatest gifts ever given, and they're for you. So stay with us. More than 600 million Christians have received the gift of the Holy Spirit, yet most do not utilize this precious gift to its fullest potential. About 95% of Spirit-baptized Christians don't understand the purposes and benefits of speaking in tongues. Now, Dr. Bill Hammond wants to mentor you in using this powerful gift to unlock the keys of God's blessings and promises for your life and ministry like never before. Call now and get Dr. Bill Hammond's powerful book, 70 Reasons for speaking in tongues and his exclusive two-part anointed audio cd teaching series speaking in tongues plus you will receive this added bonus sid roth's dvd and three-part audio cd package ptt personal trainer for tongues yours for a donation of 35 dollars. shipping and handling is included ask for offer number 9468 through bill hammond's book 70 reasons for speaking in tongues and his exclusive two-part audio cd teaching series speaking in tongues you will learn how to use your your spirit language. Be empowered to fulfill your calling. Operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit that God has assigned to you. Be able to pray without ceasing and have your prayers answered. Pray 100% in the will of God for your life. Receive healing and victory over every adversity you're facing. Activate the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Increase God's love and power within your life and ministry. Plus, you will receive as a bonus Sid Roth's exclusive DVD and three-part audio CD package. PTT, personal training for tongues. This is worth the price alone. In this extensive training resource, you will learn from Sid and 11 noted teachers how to prophesy your destiny, increase your revelation of God's Word, increase the gifts of the Spirit in your life, hear God's voice clearly, charge your spiritual battery, break into multiple prayer languages, activate angels, and so much more. This special mentoring DVD includes Sid Roth's prayer for you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Play this DVD for your Christian friends who have questions on the validity of this gift or who are hungry for more of God. Get keys to unlock multiple languages, understand your tongues, and so much more. Now let me tell you how important this speaking in tongues is. It's like a, a, a great hydroelectric power plant right within inside of you. Your mouth is the open water gate, your tongue is the turbine, and your spirit is a dynamo. When the blades start moving, you you start going, it starts turning a wheel in the middle of a wheel, and it generates love. Speaking in tongues is a life-giving, quickening power. It introduces you and enters you into the kingdom of heaven like nothing else can. Don't miss out on getting Dr. Bill Hammond's powerful book, 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues, and his exclusive two-part anointed CD teaching series, Speaking in Tongues. Plus, you'll receive this added bonus, Sid Roth's DVD and three-part audio CD package, PTT, Personal Trainer for Tongues, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9468. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box. 39222 Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify offer number 9468 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today.
Well, we're back on Messianic Vision. This is Donna Chavis, and I'm here today with my guest, Dr. Bill Hammond. Bill, it's so great to have you today, and we told everybody that when we come back, you're going to tell us about the three greatest gifts that's ever been given. Amen. I sort of named this book The Greatest Gift, uh, but then I thought I need to just hit it right out front, 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues. That's but a lot of reasons. One, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm going to talk about it, the, the greatest gift is in the three greatest gifts. But let me say it this way. Uh, John 3.16 says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him would not perish but everlasting life. Mm-hmm. So God's gift was to the world, and his gift was his only begotten son. And so Jesus gave the greatest gift. Uh, God the Father gave the greatest gift he could to the world. That's his only son to die on the cross, shed his last blood, and provide redemption and forgiveness of sins for whosoever will. Well, when Jesus went at the will of the Father and says, I come to do thy will, O God, went to the cross and shed his blood there. But Acts 20, 28 says Jesus purchased the church with his own blood. And then Ephesians 5, 25 says Jesus loved the church and gave himself for the church. And so he gave it for to redeem people to be his church, both Jew and Gentile. And um, so when he did that, Jesus' gift was then we gave himself by the will of the Father. But then he's, he wanted to send a gift to the church. So he sent the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit came to bring conviction. Uh, like First John 16, 7 through 15 says, bring conviction, remind us of all truth, and on and on. And baptizes the Holy Spirit and activate us and enable us and just a lot of things the Holy Spirit was to do. And then when the Holy Spirit came, he wanted to give the saints the greatest gift that heaven could possibly offer the individual. God's gift was to the world. Jesus' gift was to the church. And then when the Holy Spirit came, he wanted to give the greatest gift that could be given to the individual saint. So he researched all the heaven's glories, gifts, grace, everything that heaven could offer Chuck and looked and looked and researched, and he come up with, he and the father and the son came up with the revelation that the greatest gift that could possibly be given to the Christians as an individual was the, their own spirit language, the Holy Spirit's gift. You know, a lot of evangelicals get upset when you say, have you received the gift of the Holy Spirit yet? Well, sure, I got the Holy Spirit when I got saved. Well, that's true, but they don't realize what we're saying. Have you received the gift of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit's gift? And the Holy Spirit's gift is your own spirit language. Because on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came, and everyone spoke in their own spirit language. And so the greatest gift that heaven could offer after being saved and having the Holy Spirit around them, the greatest gift could be given was their own spirit language. And when a yes. person realizes, and Jesus said in John 16, 7, it's, it's best for you that I go away. If I don't go away, I can't send, come and send you the comforter. But if I depart, I'll send you a helper. I'll send you the spirit of truth. I'll spend the promise of the Father. Yes. And so Jesus not only had to die to shed his blood to forgive us of our sins, but he had to die and resurrect to send back the gift of the Holy Spirit. Because he said, if I don't go, he can't come. But mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. go for several reasons. Uh, and so now the Holy Spirit has brought the gift. On the day of Pentecost, all 120 spoke in other tongues. And Paul says, sometimes we speak the tongues of men and of angels. They spoke tongues. Many of them spoke tongues of some six, 17 different languages that were represented from around the world, these Jews coming for this great day of Pentecost celebration. And so, really, if you've received, if a person's received Father God's gift of Jesus, and you've been born again by the Spirit, and you've received the Holy Spirit to bring uh, revelation, conviction, you know, and sanctification, and and all that, then you need to receive the Holy Spirit's gift of its own spirit language. Yes. And that's the greatest gift that the Godhead could give to the individual believer after being born again yes. and baptized in water, then your greatest gift is 
to be received your own spirit language, and there's 70 mighty good reasons for receiving it. <laughs> yes, and I understand what you're saying. If people grasp, and when they grasp, those that are listening to us today, when they grasp and understand the power of this gift and the benefits of this gift, you've gotten testimonies of people's lives actually being transformed. People that are already believers, but when they can grasp and understand uh, this power, these benefits, their lives are actually transformed. Yes, I've had hundreds of testimonies to that effect, uh, and um, even uh, one that somebody people might know that Elijah list is. Um, um, uh, Steve Schultz, he, he got trained in our prophetic schools. He'll give that testimony. But his wife got the book on seven degrees speaking in tongues, and she's given testimony over the Elijah list over and over again. That book transformed her life more than any book she's ever read because it showed her how to pull upon and use and gain all the benefits and purposes for which mm -hmm. the spirit language mm -hmm. was given. Mm -hmm. and so there's just, uh, it, it, well, if God gave it, it had a purpose for it. Here, here's, well, here's where the problem has been, Donna. Uh, during the wholeness movement of the 1800s, 1700s, 1800s, we had a lot of wholeness churches, Methodists and the others, and the Nazarenes and Church of God and all that. And so they had different evidence that before the Holy Spirit was restored back into the church in 1906 and 1901. Uh, so they had evidence of holy laughter or falling on the floor and shaking and or uh, dancing before the Lord or sanctification, and they, they they call that the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Yes. But when the day of Pentecost and Pentecostal movement in 1901 uh, in in uh, one place, and then the one that's known best is 1906 in Azusa. Uh, when they received it, they spoke the day of Pentecost. They spoke in other tongues. So their main emphasis was evidence, evidence, evidence. And they, they really, Pentecost didn't advance much beyond that in the benefits and purposes of it. It wasn't until the charismatic movement came in the um, 1960s and all these uh, psychiatrists and psychologists yes. and, and people and, 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 and preachers started receiving this gift and started analyzing and evaluating and sinking into it that they started learning a lot more than that, that it was many benefits. And then I'd been teaching on it for 50 years, mm -hmm. and I had... Mm -hmm. 10 or 15 benefits at that time, but um, they didn't realize it. So one, I, even one Pentecostal church started teaching uh, what speaking in tongues is like um, when you, uh, you get married, you know, and uh, you only get married once. And it's like being baptized in water. You only get once. So if you speak in tongues, you got the evidence, you got it. Now don't speak in tongues anymore. <laughs> people, that's like performing a wedding ceremony. So you may now kiss your wife. And now you don't have to kiss her anymore. This is evidence you're married. Yeah, no, we don't. We don't want it to work like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. And the benefits were never. We, you know, we're only motivated to act, to receive, or to purchase something based on hope of gain or fear of loss. And it's only on the value of it. It's just not taught. It's not explained. Preachers are not preaching. When's the last time you've heard a message on the value and benefits? Of praying in tongues and being filled with the Holy Spirit. Well, I actually haven't heard one in a long time, and that's why I was so excited when we started reading this book and listening to your teaching. And I, I think that's why we wanted to make sure that we present this to everyone that, that listens to Messianic Vision, that watches and listens to it supernatural, because just, just the power and the benefits behind it, I think people don't understand that, and they haven't haven't been taught that. So that's why I think it's, it's so, so important what we're, you're talking about today. And, you know, there's there's been so much controversy around it over the years for one reason or another, but it's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. And um, I love a story that you tell about about tongues in in the Spanish language. Someone was speaking in Spanish. Do you know that story? Yes, um, there, there was um, I gave testimony and also Dennis Bennett, who was a father of the prophetic movement, kind of. Uh, you know, he's Episcopalian. He got filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Started praying for people, get filled with the Spirit. Um, but uh, uh, it was in one of his meetings, actually. I, I caught it in my book. I quoted it in my book. But, uh, and I've had it happen in my meetings, too, but the ones in the book, I quoted from him. And, uh, and many people have heard them praying in tongues. And this, this lady was 
question, didn't know if it was just God or not. And she wasn't for sure, and she prayed in tongues, but didn't know what she was saying. And this lady came up and said, let me tell you something. Don't doubt anymore. I have, I know the Spanish, and you were speaking beautiful Spanish, and y'all know you don't know a word of Spanish. But I've, I've had that happen in pe people speaking in Chinese and Italian, uh, that they've never, language they've never learned. And sometimes God, Bible says, tongues is for a sign to the unbeliever, yes. it's for the believer. Yes. So when a person that knows the language, here's this person speaking. I heard about a uh, remember this one mother that didn't believe it at all, but her uh, eight-year-old daughter went down there and started praying and got the Holy Ghost, and she started speaking. Uh, kind of, I guess, what you, they were Ukrainian, Ukrainian, mm -hmm. uh, Russian mm -hmm. type of language, and she knew she didn't know a word of it, and then. The Lord switched it, and she started speaking another language. And he made her speak about three different languages <laughs> and made a believer out of her. <laughs> wow, well that, and that's what it's for. It's a sign for the unbelievers to make them right. believers, right? Uh, let me, let me ask. already speaking in tongues. Yes, I know. I know for, for the person speaking, it may seem like an unknown language, but, but sometimes it's an actual language that people speak here on earth. I want to ask you about this. You, you talked about being able to pray at the speed of light when we, when we pray in our spirit language. One of my ministers at the church uh, said she was praying, and, um, uh, and all of a sudden, she had about a 25 or 30 requests she was going to bring before God. And all of a sudden, it started going like bang, 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 just flashing by. And she said, Lord, Lord, just slow it up. I, I can't pray that fast. He says, no, you can't in your natural tongue, because when you pray in your native language, you're praying at the speed of sound, mm -hmm. because you understand that sound. But when you pray uh, with the Holy Spirit, which is the light of God, and God is light, you pray at the speed of light. And he says, you can cover more territory in five minutes of praying in tongues than you can for an hour in your own native tongue. And he says, God is light, and you're filled with the light of God, and, then, uh, and God says you're the light of the world. And so he says, when you pray in tongues, it go, it's praying in the spirit realm, and you're praying by the spirit, and it's, your, and it's, it's an unlimited realm, and, you're, and your prayers and requests are going at the speed of light to God, and that's God's speed level anyhow, and he, he receives those real good. Bill, you teach in here that the, the spirit language, you kind of compare it, use this analogy that, that when we're using our spirit language, we have, it's basically our own built-in power plant. Uh, here's what happens uh, when you get, get to receive your spirit language. You get your own built-in power plant, and, and, and in a dam, uh, hydroelectric power dam, you have the overfill, you have the spillover where the water goes over the top when it gets too full. But then down at the lower part of the dam, you have what you call water gates. And in these great big water gates, there's a turbine that looks like a, like a jet plane engine with those big blades, curved blades that turn real fast. That's called the turbine. And then when they open the water gates, that water flushes through, turns that turbine real fast, and it's connected and directed toward a big dynamo uh, generator. It's a great big general dynamo. I, I looked at Hoover down there, and they got 20 of them in a row, and they're big as, uh, you know, about 20 feet wide and about 20 feet high. Got gigantic big dynamo. Well, these dynamos are like a great big generator. They, they start turning like a wheel in the middle of a wheel, and they, and they start turning, and they produce electricity. And so a person has their own built-in power plant. You get filled with the Spirit. You can't talk in tongues until you get the whole filled with the Spirit. And then you open your water gate, which is your mouth. And in your mouth is a turbine called your tongue. And when you have water, Jesus said in John 7, 37, out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. And he said this, he spoke of the Spirit, which was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet dead and resurrected and glorified, and that would be sent. So he's talking about the Spirit language. And then when this starts to do that, then it turns to like Ezekiel calls it a wheel in the middle of a wheel. That's what a generator is, a wheel in the middle of a wheel. One turns one way, one turns the other, and it generates electricity. And um, so you've got your, I tell Christians, you have your own built-in power plant. You never have an excuse for being low and, and, and can't, can't go, you know, I just don't have any power. All you got to do is stop, open the water gate. Let the water flow through, let the 
dynamo turn until it generates the power of God, the presence of God, the love of God, the grace of God. And you can generate the power and presence of God with this special gift God's given you anytime, anyplace, anywhere you go. And so it's a tremendous power. And a, and a dynamo is described as a mechanical machine that you can see and hear operating that produces an invisible force called electricity. Well, speaking in tongues is a dynamo, German dynamo, that you can see and you can hear that's producing an invisible presence of God. And so I tell people, they say, well, when I pray in tongues, I don't feel a lot. I said, has nothing to do with feeling. I said, you're a dynamo turning, and that dynamo doesn't have to feel a thing. It's turning. And I said, maybe you just sound mechanical. It may sound like you're just making noise. But I said, anytime the dynamo is turning, it's generating electricity. And the Bible says the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by praying in tongues, Jude 1, 20 and 21. Anytime Paul says praying in the Spirit or praying with the Spirit, he's referring, as he explained it in 1 Corinthians 14, praying in tongues. Because he said, I will sing with the Spirit and I'll sing with the understanding. I'll pray with the Spirit and I'll pray with the understanding. So when Paul prays about second about praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, he is talking about praying in tongues. When he says praying with the Spirit, talk about praying in tongues. And so you pray in that tongue, and then you start releasing the power of God, and you start generating the power of God. So you may just be going, you know, and this sounds like you're mechanical. But it's never, it may be mechanical, but it's producing the invisible presence and power of God. Well, I certainly like knowing that I have my own built-in power plant. How about you? Dr. Bill Hammond's book is called 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues. He's also prepared two teaching CDs just for you on speaking in tongues. Well, obviously, we can't cover all 70 uh, benefits and reasons on this program, but I did want to give you a few more reasons for speaking in tongues that you'll learn. It activates our supernatural new creation nature. It is the key to victory over trials and life circumstances, and it stirs up the divine gifts within you. Well, that's pretty exciting to me. So stay with us as Dr. Bill Hammond talks to us about uploads and downloads when we come back. More than 600 million Christians have received the gift of the Holy Spirit, yet most do not utilize this precious gift to its fullest potential. About 95% of Spirit-baptized Christians don't understand the purposes and benefits of speaking in tongues. Now, Dr. Bill Hammond wants to mentor you in using this powerful gift to unlock the keys of God's blessings and promises for your life and ministry like never before. Call now and get Dr. Bill Hammond's powerful book, 70 Reasons for speaking in tongues and his exclusive two-part anointed audio cd teaching series speaking in tongues plus you will receive this added bonus sid roth's dvd and three-part audio cd package ptt personal trainer for tongues yours for a donation of 35 dollars. shipping and handling is included ask for offer number 9468 through bill hammond's book 70 reasons for speaking in tongues and his exclusive two-part audio cd teaching series speaking in tongues you will learn how to use your spirit language. Be empowered to fulfill your calling. Operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit that God has assigned to you. Be able to pray without ceasing and have your prayers answered. Pray 100% in the will of God for your life. Receive healing and victory over every adversity you're facing. Activate the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Increase God's love and power within your life and ministry. Plus, you will receive as a bonus Sid Roth's exclusive DVD and three-part audio CD package. PTT, personal training for tongues. This is worth the price alone. In this extensive training resource, you will learn from Sid and 11 noted teachers how to prophesy your destiny, increase your revelation of God's Word, increase the gifts of the Spirit in your life, hear God's voice clearly, charge your spiritual battery, break into multiple prayer languages, activate angels, and so much more. This special mentoring DVD includes Sid Roth's prayer for you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Play this DVD for your Christian friends who have questions on the validity of this gift or who are hungry for more of God. Get keys to unlock multiple languages, understand your tongues, and so much more. Now let me tell you how important this speaking in tongues is. It's like a, a, a great hydroelectric power plant right within inside of you. Your mouth 
is the open water gate, your tongue is the turban, and your spirit is the dynamo. When blades start moving, you know, you start going, Ukadarababashakadarababana. It starts turning a wheel in the middle of a wheel, and it generates love. Speaking in tongues is a life-giving, quickening power. It introduces you, it enters you into the kingdom of heaven like nothing else can. Don't miss out on getting Dr. Bill Hammond's powerful book, 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues, and his exclusive two-part anointed CD teaching series, Speaking in Tongues. Plus, you'll receive this added bonus, Sid Roth's DVD and three-part audio CD package, PTT, Personal Trainer for Tongues. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9468. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9468 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We're back on Messianic Vision with our very special guest today, Dr. Bill Hammond. And I know that you've heard the phrase, the computer age, and we are certainly in it. But Dr. Bill Hammond has a, a little bit different take on uploading and downloading. What do you say, Dr. Bill? Well, you know, you just said about the computer age. You know, most people don't understand the Holy Spirit's gift of the, uh, your own spirit language any more than I understand my computer I, I gave me a computer as a gift from the office to write my books a few years back, and I know just enough to get in, type it, and get out and get stuck and call my secretary. <laughs> and, you know, and most people with the Holy Spirit are that way with speaking in tongues. They've got it. They know just enough to talk now and then, but they really don't know. You know, there's, I'm probably only, only using 15 to 15 to 20 percent of what my computer can do for me and help me and increase my ability to write books and do stuff, but I just haven't studied it out and taken time to be trained and taught in it. And, you know, that's the way speaking in tongues is that way. We have it, but we don't know what all is powerful enough and what all it'll do for us. But, you know, there was a psychiatrist that received the gift of the Holy Spirit during the, um, uh, during the charismatic renewal, and um, uh, he studied it out, then evaluated 100 people that spoke in tongues, uh, evaluated his, only, his own experience of praying in tongues. And he said, you know, you, praying in tongues does the same thing for you that I do as a psychiatrist. He said, what I do, I, I talk to you and I ask questions and ask questions till I finally pull out of your spirit hidden traumas or hidden situations that you've forgotten, but yet affects your attitude and your actions and your stuff. And I tell you, give them the truth on it, and adjust it, and then it sets them free. And, of course, Jesus said, you should know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So, and he made this statement that, in, in psychological term, a psychiatry term, he said, when you pray in tongues, you're praying out of your spirit, or what we would call subconscious. And it, it'll pray out your fears, your traumas, your desires. It'll help you love and worship God in depths that you could ever do in your native tongue. And it says, if you pray 30 minutes in tongues every day and let the Holy Ghost work in you, it'll, it'll just wash out and clear out a lot of that stuff. And, and he made this statement. He said, if I could get my patients to pray 30 minutes in tongues every day for 30 days, they wouldn't need me anymore because the Holy Spirit had done the work. And it's like a spring of water when my brothers and I used to go hunting out in the woods about 180 acres there, and, and we never took water with it because we knew there's a little spring of water about a foot wide that just flowed about a gallon of water every minute. And um, so we would get there, but these old dumb dogs would get there ahead of us, and they'd jump in there with their feet and slobbers and tick and dirt. And time we got there, they'd made such a mess out of that little spring that we couldn't drink. But what we would do was just kick the dogs away and sit down beside the spring. We just push the leaves and the sticks, and that water would come from out of its innermost being of the earth, and we start flowing and flowing. And about five minutes, all the dirt's gone. The dirt slop, dog sloppers are gone. The sticks and the leaves are gone. Mm -hmm. We stick our head down in there and drink a deep, cold, cool, refreshing water. Well, that's what prayer in tongues do. It's Jesus said, out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Living water. And that's like a gigantic spring. And, and when... When the life gives you all kind of sticks and muck and mire and dog stubbers that got all through your subconscious, your mind, when you pray in tongues, it just washes it out, washes it out, and pretty soon you've got a beautiful, clear, cool spring flowing. It's kind of like God's uploading and downloading to you. Yes. First Corinthians 4, 2 says, He that speaks in an unknown tongue 
does not speak to men, but speaks mysteries. Uh, mysteries definition there is the secret purposes of God. So, you know, kind of like that four-hour meeting I had with God praying in tongues and two different languages going back and forth, it was, it was God downloaded and uploaded. I was uploading to him my desires alone. He was downloading me wisdom, insight, and directive. But, you know, uh, I tell people, you can, you can stir up romance. I said, I could make up my wife an angel or a little demon all by my words and how I act. Oh. And so I said, and, and you, can, you can stir it up. And I said, you can stir up the love of God, the grace of God, but pray it in tongues. It'll actually stir it up. I said, it's by words and actions. And I said, by my words and actions, I can make my wife very irritated, very upset, and make her just angry. Mm-hmm. I can say mm-hmm. other words and actions to make her a lover and sweet and charming. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I said, you can stir up the gift of God. Paul told Timothy, you stir up the gift of God. That's right. One six says, you stir it up. It didn't say, pray the Holy Spirit. It says, you stir up the gift of God, which is in you. And you can stir it up. A person that's spirit-filled can talk in tongues anytime, anyplace, anywhere they want to. Right. Put their faith out. That we were taught in the early Pentecost that you can only speak in tongues when the Spirit willed. And so you had to have a special feeling or sensation mm-hmm. to speak in tongues. But no, it's your gift. And somebody, when I pray for people who receive the Holy Spirit, they say, well, it sounds like me. I said, the Holy Ghost does not need to talk in tongues. He knows every language in the universe and earth. I said, you need it. It's given to you. It's given to your spirit. It's your gift for your ability, for your desire to pray anytime, anywhere you want to. Uh, people get kind of spooky spiritual that they got to get in a certain phase or feel certain things or see certain things. Paul said, if your gift is prophecy, prophesy according to the proportion of your faith, not your tingles up and down your spine or your <laughs> heart palpitations or fast breathing, or jiggles or jumping. You know, you prophesy by faith. And I've taught hundreds of thousands of people this truth that the gifts operate by the Spirit and they're sovereignly given by the Holy Spirit, but they're activated and operated by the faith of the believer. The gift of eternal life is for whosoever will, but the only ones that can receive it is those that receive it and manifest it, you know. Yes, so, yes. There, there's, so, there's so much more in this, you know. Um, right, right. Well, let me let me ask you uh, a couple more things before we have to leave everybody today. One thing that we were talking about during the break that that is so interesting to me, you know, here at It's Supernatural and Messianic Vision, we see a lot of wonderful supernatural um, experiences. We see all kinds of things and hear of all kinds of things here. But what you're teaching is something that you call the father and the mother of the supernatural. Explain that. Well, anything that's in the spirit is supernatural. I say the father of all miracles, that's greater than when God created the heavens and earth, greater when God created Adam. The greatest miracle of the universe, the father of all miracles, is a born-again experience. James says, if anybody can, no man can tame the tongue, but God can. The mother of all supernatural miracles is speaking in tongues. For God to make a per- have a person speak in a language they've never learned, never studied, and speaking from the Spirit. And I tell people, most of them have to have a head bypass to speak in tongues. Because it doesn't come from your head, it comes from your spirit. As Paul said, if he's speaking in tongues, my spirit prays, but my mind is inactive. And you know, they did some tests, uh, scientifically put these things on people's heads and in the front row, and they took some evangelicals and, and uh, uh, even Catholic uh, ladies that prayed mm-hmm. and checked them out on this machine, and they had some people, born-again, spirit-filled Christians, pray in tongues, and they found when the Catholics and the monks and, and the evangelicals prayed, their, their frontal lobe was very active where their mind is, and then they found that when the people that prayed in tongues... That went that went inactive. It was, and that's what Paul said. You put right. in tongues, your mind is inactive because it's not a natural mind operation; it's a spirit mind operation. So this gift, the the father and the mother, the uh, born again experience, and then the uh, the infilling of the Holy Spirit. This gift, if what you're saying is, it empowers all the other supernatural gifts. Yes, it is the activator, the motivator, the empower, the director of all gifts and graces. You can activate, and in my book I talk about the nine fruits of the Spirit, how each it produces that, scriptures that show that, and the gifts of the Spirit, what we call the nine manifestations or gifts of the Spirit, 
it, it says given by the same spirit, same spirit, same spirit. Again, the Holy Spirit gives it and, and gives us an enablement, but we have to by faith operate it. You have to, he gives you the Holy Spirit, but you have to by faith speak in tongues. He gives you eternal life, but you have to by faith confess it and fully receive it. Right. It's available, but with the heart you believe, with the mouth confession is made. I tell people only two places faith works, in your heart and in your mouth. Romans 10, 8 through 10. What says that the word is nigh thee in your heart and in your mouth. That's good. That is, you confess with your mouth and that the Lord Jesus, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you're saved, delivered, healed, whatever the need is. But with the heart, verse 10 says, you believe under righteousness. But with the mouth, confession is made under salvation or deliverance. That's so right. That's right. With the heart, you get right with God in every way, but with the mouth, you possess. With the heart, you believe. With the mouth, you possess. Dr. Bill, who can receive this gift? Well, that was a question asked by the crowd that gathered at the day of Pentecost. After Peter and them were praying in tongues for about an hour, uh, they heard a great noise down below, and they saw people down there, and Peter stepped out on the balcony of that upper room they was in, and people said, what's going on up there? What's going on up there? <laughs> and uh, what all is this? And he said, and he gave them a long message, explained to them they'd received the gift of the Holy Spirit, and that Jesus, whom they had crucified, was the true Christ, Messiah, and, and the Messiah had already come, and I sent this gift to them. And they said, what must we do to receive that gift? We want to receive the Messiah, and we want to receive that gift up there that's caused you to make all that noise, and you're shining. There's been a, we saw fire, and uh, we heard the wind, and now you're just speaking in his tongue, and everybody's smiling and happy, and it's so exciting we feel the presence of God. He said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins, and, and you will receive which gift of the Holy Spirit for the promises unto you, to your children, and to all that are far off. In other words, he's saying, if he had to understand in late, then that it had later, he said that the whole church age, if you're born again and you're a candidate, if you've been cleansed by the blood of Jesus, you're a candidate to receive the Holy Spirit's gift. He wants it. It's, the Holy Spirit brought it to give it to every believer. Every believer needs it. Every believer should have it. Well, Dr. Bill, it has certainly been an honor to have you today, and I'd like for you to do one more thing for us before I let you go. Will you pray for the listeners? Yes, amen. Father God, in Jesus' name, I speak according to your word and your will. It's your will that every born-again Christian receive the Holy Spirit's gift of their own spirit language. You, you, Jesus, you died on the cross and rose again, not only to cleanse us from our sins, but to be able to send the Holy Spirit comforter, the helper, the, the spirit language that the Holy Spirit brought with him. So, Lord, right now, we speak to those out there. Give them an open mind. Give them an open spirit. Give them faith. Now, speak right now. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. You can receive it right now. Just open your mouth. Start speaking whatever syllables and sounds. And the more you speak it, the more faith, the more flow you get. And it's yours now. Don't stop until you receive it. Don't give up on it. Keep pressing in until you have your own spirit language. It's a million-dollar gift, and you're just letting it go by. Get it now and use it to the full. In Jesus' name, be filled with the Spirit, receive it, and fulfill the heart of God. When he had the Holy Spirit bring it, he gave it to you. Now receive it and use it to be a Christian and do the works of God and manifest God's glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I have to say a big amen to that, too, to that prayer. We've been talking about the most precious and the most powerful gift ever given. What a gift is the Holy Spirit. I'm Donna Chavis, and you've been listening to Messianic Vision with our very special guest today, Dr. Bill Hammond. And now, here's Sid to tell you how you can get Dr. Bill Hammond's book, 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues, and his exclusive two-CD teaching series, Speaking in Tongues. Sid? Dr. Bill Hammond teaches you how to use your spirit language and experience these benefits. Prayers answered. Receive healing and victory. Activate wisdom and revelation. Obtain power for ministry. And pray 100% of the will of God. And many, many more benefits. Don't miss Dr. Hammond's book, 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues, 
and his exclusive two CD teaching series, Speaking in Tongues. We've also added a bonus, PTT, Personal Trainer for Tongues, which includes my special mentoring DVD and prayer for you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Even more important, how you can pray for others to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, all for an investment of only 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org, S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 9468. Once again, that's offer number 9468.